Good afternoon and welcome to Wanda's Picks, a black arts and cultural program of the African Sisters Media Network. And I had an interview uh, last week with um, Yeye uh, Louisa Tish, who is a teacher, dancer, storyteller, and high priestess. She is also an author, most notably of Jambalaya, The Natural Woman's Book of Personal Charms and Practical Rituals. She was born in New Orleans, Louisiana. Her father was sorry. Her father was an African Methodist Episcopal and her mother was Catholic of Haitian, French and Choctaw heritage. Yeye Tish is a Iyanifa and Oshun chief in Yoruba tradition. Uh, Yeye Tish is one of the most well-known Yoruba priestesses worldwide who is celebrated internationally in goddess circles as a writer and ritual maker. She is quite literally a legendary woman of great character and exceedingly positive impact for this generation and all times. And uh, I'm reading that bio from yeyelouisatish.com, her her website. And the reason why um, we are having our converse, having a conversation with Yeye Tish which was pre-recorded, <laughs> and is actually on um, Facebook.com forward slash Wanda's Picks um, uh, to talk about Olakun Rising. And I wanted to let you all know about this. It's going to be April 8th through 12th, 2022, and it's a global warming, uh, global uh, ritual to um, to address the global warming, melting icebergs, polluted oceans, dry riverbeds, um, and conditions, Yeye Tish says, brought about by human misbehavior, which threatened to end life on this planet as we know it. And so, um, so she writes um, in this, uh, uh, um, I guess, um, proposal um, and uh, call for participation on her website that you can read yourself. She writes, "Time is running out, yet the water spirits." Olukun, Yemenya, uh, Oshun, Mamawata, and many others continue to serve us. It's time for us to honor them. And she says, you are invited to participate in this life-saving event from your own location, in your own time zone, with your community, or all alone. There's no fee for this event. So um, the ritual is going to begin on Friday night with an elevation of those who have died by water. On Saturday morning, it's going to be a visit. Uh, in each municipality to a nearby water source, a prayer, asking for forgiveness and continued support from the water spirits will be offered. Saturday afternoon, there's going to be an education on the conditions in the earth's waters. Saturday night, it's going to be praise, singing, the spirit of water through drumming, dance, storytelling, and art. And on Sunday, there will be oaths or promises made to the earth as water protectors. And so if you're interested in participating um, you can email uh, Yeye Tish. There's a survey on her website, and Yeye Louisa Tish is spelled Y E Y E L U I S A H Louisa T E I S H Tish at gmail dot com. Yeye Louisa Tish at gmail dot com. So that's how you can um, find out more about Olakun Rising. And so I'm going to play this interview that I had with her last week and uh, so that everyone can, who's interested can participate sooner than later. And uh, just a second. <laughs> uh, here we are.
So, yeah, yeah, so so wonderful that you could um, take some time out of your busy schedule writing and preparing for this awesome um, uh, ritual to uh, to talk to the waters of, of the world, of the planet, because we have, according to what I read from what you sent us, you know, we have um, not been... Um, proper caretakers that we should be and we have and it's to our detriment the things that are happening That's right. and we want to continue to live as a species we need to do something and the first thing we need to do is like in all all things is admit that we've we've wronged <laughs> you know yeah. you know the waters of the world as well as the spirits and the, and what about all the things that live in the water that no longer live because of the pollution right. and other ways we've um uh, you know, did things that were, you know, were irresponsible and selfish. So, yeah, yeah. So tell us what's, what's going to be happening in April um, and how you came to this, because, mm-hmm. I mean, you're one of our revered um, uh, teachers and spiritual leaders here in the Bay Area as well as in the world. Um, you're always traveling, sharing your knowledge and wisdom with other people. You're so generous, you know, like, you're like, you're like so elevated, but then you like we can actually talk to you. Like it's like, it's like so awesome, you know. Yeah. And well, that's the way Oshun is. Ah. That's the way Oshun is. You know, among the Orishas, it's often said that Oshun is the most sympathetic with humans. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. um, she is the goddess of second chances, but not of thirds. You know, she allows us the. Um, to ask for forgiveness uh, as long as we correct our behavior. So, you know, for the benefit of those who know Odu, who are listening, um, about a month ago, the the Council for Global Ancestor Reverence, which is me, uh, Iyabeji, Iyanedra, Iyawanda Ravenel and um, sisters uh, Oshun Kemi and Shango Yemi, <clears throat> we took an oath to work for the ancestors for seven generations. We, you know, we made a commitment that for seven years in a row we would do uh, the work with the ancestors to make sure that the future generations inherited something of worth. Right, and <clears throat> uh, Baba Wande Abimbola, who is one of the most respected authorities on Yoruba tradition, and and Babalawo in uh, Oyo, we consult with Baba to find out what the Orishas and the ancestors want us to do. Okay. The very important divination that we received came in the Odu Osameji, okay? And in Osameji, the goddess Oya is a primary force, and we know that Oya uh, brings sudden change, that she is like the warrior woman. And uh, those of you who have seen episodes of the movie Changing of the Gods, which has been on and is still available, there's an explanation about the planetary movements between 
Uranus, which I associate with Oya, and with Ogun, who is the tool maker and also the maker of weapons and of war. Okay? And um, in the Odu, in the recitation of Osameji, uh, it was said that the earth herself was speaking, that the earth herself is upset about the way we have treated her. She said, no more extractions, no more taking the oil, her blood, no more draining her water, no more mowing down her forests, no more polluting her air, no more snatching minerals out of her body, okay? And this is a serious problem that we have when the earth is speaking and telling us what behavior we have to stop. That is pretty clear. So being a, a priestess of Oshun, I sat at my altar and I asked, what is my part in this? Please guide me. And one of the first things that happened, um, I'm a member of the, um, the um, council, another council of uh, indigenous uh, people, okay? And uh, <clears throat> we take a look at what is going on with indigenous people all over the planet. And the report that is coming from the far north, from the Sami people, is that the icebergs are melting at such a rate that unless we change our behavior and our relationship to water, in the next 10 or 20 years, uh, the islands will be underwater and cities like New York, New Orleans, and Los Angeles will be underwater. We have been watching all kinds of things. Uh, you know, I, 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 I walk in an atmosphere with the Mother Earth delegation where there are people all over the planet who are tuned in spiritually and we report to each other. So the sister in Japan said that the volcanoes were in communication with each other and we would see a ring of fire and we've been, we've been seeing that. Uh, the people in the far north are saying that we've mistreated the waters too badly and are in danger of flood. So when I sat down with my, um, in front of my altars, I was reminded that last year we were told to go to all the different water sources and to make amends. <clears throat> so out of that has come the ritual uh, Olokun Rising, a praise singing, for the waters of the world. It is going to run from April 8th through the 12th. It will be in person for those who can be, uh, who can gather together. You know, if you're someone who is going to gather other people, I'm calling you a harbor master. And if you are someone who is working alone, I'm calling you a mermaid or mermen, okay? And I'll be sending out full information, but this is the basic um, 
run of show. Olokun is the very bottom of the ocean, okay? And all waters flow into the ocean. Yemaya is the top of the ocean. But Olokun is that deep place in the ocean where the single cell divided and gave us life on earth um, as we know it. Olokun is a great mystery and represents our collective unconscious, okay? What we are doing here on Friday night, we are gathering wherever we can, building an altar for the water spirits, right, and uh, doing prayers uh, of elevation for those who have died by water. There are those who died in the Middle Passage. There are those who died in floods. You know, there are those who died in attempting to migrate to other countries, et cetera, et cetera. So we make an altar, and we do prayers for people who have died by water. We're going to ring bells and go to sleep asking for a dream. The next morning, those who are early risers can get up and do meditation and then have breakfast and pile into your cars and go to your nearest water source, whether it is a pond, a lake, a river, the ocean, a stream, or the water in your kitchen. And I'm going to prepare um, a, a prayer, which can be altered by whoever is using it, begging the waters to forgive us. Please, please. Olokun, please, Yemaya, please, Mamiwata, please, Elusu, please, Ora, please, 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 forgive us on behalf of all humans. We apologize to you for the ways that we have mistreated the water, followed by a plea for them to please continue to support us. Please continue to support us. I don't know when people decided that oil and diamonds was more important than water, but we cannot live without water. That's just insane. Our bodies are made primarily of water. So then we will return to <clears throat> our gathering places and have an educational session about our past behavior and the present condition of our waters. We will be looking at water pollution and things like trolling, uh, trolling the ocean and um, water, the lack of water access to certain people and what the dams are doing. We will educate ourselves, share our knowledge about what's happening to our waters. A Saturday night, we'll have the praise singing, and this is where people are invited to bring their songs, their dances, their poetry, their artwork, anything that praises the beauty and the power of water, and we'll have a, we'll have a good time. Go to bed, and on Sunday, um, I'm going to write, send a document wherein people take an oath to protect the water, to praise the water, and to name what you're going to do from now on. And it, it may be something as small as cleaning up, you know, picking up some trash when you go to the river or making sure that 
people who are, are facing a catastrophe uh, have water. That last earthquake in Haiti, I have a godson who has a boat, and I purchased a large amount of waterification tablets and had him to take them to Haiti and distribute them because I don't trust all these organizations that say they're helping people. They be lying and ripping people off, okay? So, Mm -hmm. you know, you can do something as small as uh, giving bottles of water to people who are homeless, you know? You can do things, um, anything, anything. And I'm really encouraging people to engage their creative faculties, you know, paint, sing, dance, talk. The most important thing is that we build community around um, protecting the waters. We're doing this now because there's going to be a major conjunction of Neptune and Jupiter on the 12th, something that has not happened for 100 years. And this is a place where we can expand our imagination to bring in good fortune. So we'll have a ritual recommendation for that day that people can do at their altars. There's a couple of things that's important to say about this. This is a no-fee ritual, okay? This is a no-fee ritual. What your expenses are if there is a spiritual leader, a priestess, or a minister who is a harbor master who is organizing people, you know, if there's a, if there's a offerings that are appropriate to take to that person's altars, by all means, you know, if the ancestors are asking for something, if the deity is asking for something, make sure that that is there. Besides that, what we are sharing is uh, food, if we are gathering uh, together, transportation, if you are going somewhere, um, sharing our creativity and our music. And there are points uh, like the, the point where, um, where we are doing the educational and the point where we are sharing the poetry and stuff I will have a Zoom link open so that we can talk with each other, okay? And I want to say very, very clearly that everything that I will send out is a recommendation, and you are to tailor it to fit uh, your own body of water, your own group of people, Uh, your own tradition. I'll have a flyer out by the 18th, and we want this to be a global ritual. Right now we have people in India, Jerusalem, Mexico, Europe, and parts of the United States who are committed to participating, and we we need this ritual to be enacted everywhere where water touches the shores. There's nowhere on this planet that is not touched by water, okay, that is not touched by water. So everybody has 
a part um, to play, and people should do that which they have the most heart or the most uh, feeling for. I feel that uh, bringing this to consciousness, we have much proof, not only that our bodies are primarily water, but we now know through things like uh, our indigenous rituals and the research of Dr. Matsuro Emoto, who did messages from water, we know that water is receptive to our feeling and our thoughts and responsive to our desires. It is very, very important that we establish a respectful relationship with water because there's no aspect of our lives that is not impacted by water. So I want to invite people to spread the word, to gather wherever they can, to go to whatever source of water they can, to bring forth whatever information they have, to share in their creative things and to make a realistic commitment to water that you know you can keep, okay, that you know you can keep. Now, <clears throat> building community is of the utmost importance. I want to say that at seven, I'll be 74 in April. And I have lived through several wars, right? And uh, I have a feeling. I The feelings that I had during Vietnam have returned. You know. I am praying that through our consciousness, we will be able to the hand of those who are chomping at the bit for World War III. We don't need another war, people. We don't need more people to die. We don't need to bomb the earth. We don't need to play with nuclear weapons. What we are being taught and shown is that we must envision a new way to We must become different humans and live differently on this planet. And as long as I'm here, I'm going to be doing my best to uh, help show the way. Yeah. yeah. So when's your birthday? April 20. Oh, okay. Mhm. Yep. Yeah. That makes me a ramble. You know, I tell people all the time, I have two sets of horns on my head, the ram and the bull. A <laughs> <laughs> ramble, honey. Mhm. Nice. Yep. Yeah, I guess you kind of need, you know, that kind of um, armament <laughs> to be able to yeah. make a path. Yep. The ram well, you know, you know, the ram butts her way through, and then the bull comes and plows so that so that she can plant something, 
Mm-hmm. And um, when I was younger, before I really learned my chart, I wasn't so clear about, you know, what it was that was impelling me to challenge certain things uh, and to envision certain things, you know. And I, I think it's important that people study their own charts to see what their gifts are and make sure that they're bringing their gifts forward and making sure that we are healing those places where there's um, conflict within. Yeah, it's very important. Yeah. So how do people um, connect with you to be able to um, participate in in, uh, the the different capacities, uh, whether Mm -hmm. that's... a, uh, a person that um, is the gatherer um, of the people. What did you call that person? Mm-hmm. A harbor master. Harbor master, or or you know the merman, merwoman, uh, mommy watching, right. papa, mommy pacha, papa, or poppy. Well, I think what I'm gonna do is uh, give people. I'm. It's gonna be posted on my on my uh, website mm-hmm. by Friday. Okay. And I'm also going to be posting on um, on Facebook. But what people should do, if they are interested, send me an email at y-e-y-e-l-u-i-s-a-h-t-e-i-s-h at gmail with a heading that says, Olokun Rising, and then I will send to you um, the survey, you know, where you can check and tell me whether or not you're a harbor master or a mer person, and then shortly after that, sometime after like around the 20th of the month, I will be sending out the ritual recommendation. Now, the important thing is, is if you are a harbor master, if you're somebody who can gather other people together and meditate together with the ancestors or, you know, ride sharing to the nearest, um, to the nearest body of water, uh, there'll be recommendations for you in there and also, you know, clear recommendations for the person who is working alone, but you won't really be alone because there'll be a way to um, tune in by Zoom, okay? Now, one of the problems with um, doing global rituals is the time difference. So, you know, um, my friends in Amsterdam, for example, want you running out to a source of water at 2 o'clock in the morning. So whoever is harbor master will have to set a Zoom that allows people to connect in a reasonable, um, in a reasonable time zone, and we will reach out to each other as much as possible. In my way of thinking, um, you know, we will send after after the, the, the weekend is over, 
will send out recommendations for what to do um, on the 12th to embody the energy of the Jupiter-Neptune. And then maybe later on at the end of the month, um, we'll be able to touch base again. I am hoping for a spider's web, you know, where there are small groups uh, over here working and small groups over there working and that there's lines of communication between us for now and for the future. So, you know, we're going to do the best that we can and the most important thing is that we beg forgiveness of the water and that we make a pledge to help change things. Excellent. Cool. Cool. Well, thank you so much for spearheading this, you and mm-hmm. the other folks that you're um, in communication and community with um, to, you know, to hear the uh, the prediction and, yes. and act on it. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, because it's, it's real clear. I mean, you look at what happened in Louisiana on the anniversary of, of I think it was, the, was it the 15th, 14th, 15th anniversary of Katrina, same day. Yes. And no electricity. And this time it was wind more than mm-hmm. wind. Oh, yeah? All that stuff out. Yeah, totally. Totally. There you go. Yeah, yeah. There you yeah. go. And it was like. It didn't matter how much money you had. That's right. Like people, yeah. like no water, just like the first time, you know, in 2005, no That's water. That's right. And you know, I think I think that I think that um, Mother Earth is trying to force us. Sometimes we don't seem to do it on our own. She's trying to force us to understand that you know we have created. Uh, falsely created a hierarchy of human value, you know. So we got white supremacy over here, which is some crazy bullshit, and then we've got class hierarchy over here, and we've got sex hierarchy and all of that. And the truth of the matter is, I don't care what color you are, where you live, uh, what, what uh, you know, how much money you got, if there ain't no water, you a crispy critter. And there are certain things that, there are certain paradigms that have to shift in our head. Like I think about one of the side benefits of the pandemic. Before the pandemic, we had a culture that assumed a hierarchy of occupations. There were certain people who were considered more important than other people. The pandemic has now identified essential workers. Who is essential for life? Okay? And it's not the politicians. It's not the celebrities. It's not the sports stars. It's the nurses, the doctors, the teachers, the firemen, etc., we are learning, we are being forced to learn a new way to be. Yeah, yeah. 
But despite, you know, what we've learned, uh, I remember how clean the air was uh, when everybody was staying home. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we don't take care of the people that take care of us. Isn't that something? I mean, we today, well, you know, remember when they, you know, here in California, when uh, people weren't, well, everyone who needed a place, they were like hotels were being paid to house people. And and, and then people, like, they extended uh, unemployment. The rent, yeah. And, and the rent, like, you couldn't evict anybody. But then all right. of it ended, I think, last year. Yeah, the, it's been distressful because I, I've been advocating what I call periods of anthropause, anthropause, A-N-T-H-R-O-P-A-U-S-E, because what we saw was that when human beings had to go inside and be still, nature flourished, okay? The porpoises were out, the birds were out, the lions were sunbathing on on the freeway in South Africa, the buffalo came out, and that kind of stuff. If we were to meet this, with understanding, we could do a thing where uh, in every direction we would say, okay, in the north for three months we're going to practice anthropos, withdraw our activity and give nature a chance. And then the next three months it would be in the south and then the next, you know, in each direction. If we had the will to save ourselves, we could do stuff like that. So... I am very nervous when I hear people say, oh, we're in a hurry to return to normal. That was not normal. And we don't need it. And we need the lesson that things have to be done a different way. And the clear message is more respect for nature, less greed and violence among us. It's so clear. It's so clear. And when what I know is when we are in resistance to what spirit wants us to do, it results in collapse. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. It results in collapse. And, you know, this situation with Russia and Ukraine and what all, you know, things are going to collapse. Things are collapsing. So I'm telling all my people Make sure that you have food, water, and medicine, and basic supplies um, assured for your family. Make sure that you have um, a good sense of community because whether it is war or earthquake or increased illness, we're going to need each other. Yeah. We're going to need each other. Mm-hmm. You know. Mhm. All right, baby. Well, I hope I hope the uh, the waters of the planet accept our our um, our apologies, and and that you know, with through our actions and our behavior, you know, this thing that we're gonna do, we're gonna the way we're going to placate the waters, you know, whether that's right. that you know, picking up trash along the shoreline on a regular basis because it's really, really, it's ridiculous, all the trash. It's ridiculous. I was just like, I was so like, wow, where did all this come from? Yeah. Yeah. What the hell is it? Mm -hmm. And why is it there? It does not, it does not make sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It does not make sense. 
you know. And then we and then need innovation. Totally. And then the idea of, you know, like all this plastic is, is really counterproductive. Like how do we how do we drink water, how do we share water with other people in a more renewable fashion? I mean, like I don't know where you get, you know, paper containers, but maybe we could like mm-hmm. go to paper for the water that we mm-hmm. have we're giving to people that don't have sinks and right. Stuff. Well, see, the thing I love about it is what I know about the human mind is once there is intention, Mm -hmm. that is followed by invention, okay? Mm -hmm. Once we accept that we have to do things differently, Mm -hmm. then inspiration and ideas about how to do that will come. That's why the, the ritual for Jupiter and Neptune is so important because Jupiter, Neptune is our imagination, and Jupiter is expansion and good fortune. So this is a very important time. Yeah, yeah. This is very important. Cool. Well, we will be in touch, and thank you so much for all of your gifts that you give us. It was so funny at our um, our our workshop through our joy on 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 on, you know how to how to perform, how to make create ritual. Um, mm-hmm. How you were talking about how you know you get recognized and you get honored, and that all that means is you have more work to do because more people know more that. work to do, baby. <laughs> That's what it means, baby. More more work to do. So you know that's that's what we have to do is know that the work ain't over. Mm-hmm. Right. It ain't over. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna let you go gather your strength because you have a lot okay, of and a whole lot of pots. So thank you again so yes, much. Yes, indeed. <laughs> All right. Be good. You too. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs>